On today's episode of The Soul of Wisdom, play stupid games, win stupid prizes, the Inflation Reduction Act edition. Yes, we all play the stupid game of putting these people in charge of our lives, and now we win the stupid prize of this BS bill that does nothing to reduce inflation, so much so that within moments of the thing being passed, the rebranding effort began. So we're going to get into that. My name is Dan. This is the Soul of Wisdom. If you haven't run across this channel before, welcome. It's good to have you here. Please do take a moment to subscribe to me if you have not done so before, or if you've subscribed before, make sure you're still subscribed because sometimes those things change with YouTube. I've said it on the last several videos. We need to be supporting people who want to have discussions, which is what I try to do here. It's a lot less about the tribe and a lot more about how I feel about certain things that are going on and how you feel and we have a discussion. If you run across people like that, me or anybody else, those are the people you should be supporting because ultimately it's the discussion that is being shut down right and left by the censors. So help me out there, I'd appreciate it. Let's go ahead and dig right into this. If you are visually gifted on YouTube or Rumble, you can play along on your screen. If you're on the podcast side, please do listen along. Within moments of the Senate passing this bill, and by the way, the bill isn't law yet. It needs to be voted on by the House, but that's more of a formality, I think, at this point. And if I understand it correctly, that's going to happen Friday. Um, and then the president will sign it, no doubt. So this is going to happen. But they called it an Inflation Reduction Act bill. That was the branding. That was the idea the whole time this thing was being talked about. Well... Now, this morning, Monday morning, after all of this is done, we are officially calling it a healthcare climate and tax bill. If you look on your screen, again, if you're visually gifted, CBS News, right on their front page, what's in the Democrats' healthcare climate and tax bill? If we go to ABC News, their article, Senate Democrats Pass Climate Tax and Healthcare Bill After Marathon Voting Session. If we go to Vox, the Senate just passed one of the biggest bills to fight climate change ever. If we go to NPR, this uh, at the top of their article on the matter, Congress is on the verge of passing President Biden's signature legislation achievement after Senate Democrats approved a major climate, health care and tax bill on Sunday. So isn't that that interesting? So if if you followed this thing, if you've done any kind of looking and any kind of research and gone beyond what just the mainstream media is going to tell you in their headlines, you realized already that this thing really does nothing to fight inflation. Honestly, how you fight inflation by putting more money into the economy, which a spending bill does. They had to pass this as a spending bill so they could get it through the reconciliation process and not have to clear the 60-volt threshold in the Senate. So it's money spending. Money spending has never stopped inflation, and it's certainly not going to now, and they knew that all along. So as soon as they were able to sell it as such and get it through the Senate, we can immediately drop that branding and then start talking about health care and climate change and 
tax reform on the rich people and all of that happy stuff because they think the democrats that that will help them in the midterms if they're saying well we've we've taken these steps to handle these things and they hope that the world just forgets about inflation which they've caused they haven't done anything to fix it's interesting that so fast they so fast now they are at saying the quiet part out loud again we all knew this but it only took moments for the word to go out to change the branding i find that interesting so if this is a tax and climate and whatever bill let's dig into a couple of things that this thing actually does let's go back on screen this is from democrats.senate.gov this is their top line messaging for senate prescription drug price reforms and it says finally empowers medicare to begin negotiating directly for price of prescription drugs in 2023 so you know on the surface you would look at that whether you're republican or democrat or somewhere in the middle or whatever and say that's not necessarily a horrible thing let's let's allow for the negotiation of drug prices again on paper i'm cool with that but let's dig into the details this from the actual bill they say it starts in 2023 the negotiation starts in 2023 but the initial price applicability year is 2026 four years away from any potential benefit of this this allowance to negotiate prices and then it says right after that 10 negotiation eligible drugs so they can only negotiate for 10 different meds well there's people in this house that take 10 different meds there are thousands of meds out there that can be prescribed in their various forms and everything else so how is it that they're going to pick these 10 and how much of a benefit is it really going to be they're not allowing them to as as you would think to just say okay you can go to the pharmaceutical companies and start the negotiation process no they're limiting them and it doesn't start until four years from now so isn't that a bunch of horse hockey oh but good news in 2027 the next year they can bump it up to 15 drugs yay and in 2028 they'll get to do 15 drugs again yay and in 2029 they'll be able to negotiate 20 drugs so seven years from now they'll be able to negotiate the price on 20 different meds you just better hope that the ones you take i guess are on the negotiation list so does it really do anything is it really a game changer probably not does it do anything to fight inflation hell no which is why they got rid of that branding but again, we play stupid games, we win stupid prizes. There's our first stupid prize. Let's talk about the IRS. This is where this bill is a lot more about grabbing power. 
than it is anything else. If you notice my thumbnail when you clicked in, when I said, you know, unlimited power, this is where the power's coming from over the people. It is ridiculous. So the IRS's budget, by the way, this year was $12.6 billion. $12.6 billion to harass us. Isn't that cool? Well, apparently that's not enough because this bill over the next 10 years increases the IRS budget. Over the next 10 years, they're going to spend just shy of 79 billion more dollars. So that's 7.9 billion per year. If you divide it up equally over the 10 years, it takes the IRS's budget from 12.6 billion to 20. 5 billion over the next 10 years. Now they say that the idea here is that well, we're going to spend this money to go chase those those millionaire and billionaire taxpayers who don't pay their fair share. 99.9% .9 of the millionaires and the billionaires are paying what they are legally prescribed to pay. They have good accountants who know how the system works and how the tax code is written. If you know how the tax code is written and you know how to move your money around, you can avoid paying taxes. And I don't care how much you earn, how little you earn. If you knew how to not give your dollar bill that you had in your pocket to the government legally, you'd keep your dollar and you would do that. It's, that's what happens here. But they say that all this money is going to go chase that down. We're going to close loopholes. We're going to go after these people. We're going to get the money. No, you're not. You're going to go after the lower and the middle class people, the ones who are working paycheck to paycheck. Small business owners like myself are suddenly going to have rectal exams every tax year. I have no doubt about it. People who work in industries that allow for cash tips, like uh, wait staff, delivery drivers, things like that. Things are going to get more painful for you. They're going to go after every dollar that they can. Do you honestly think that they're doubling the IRS budget to go after a few thousand people every year? No. They're going to go after people who don't have the fight or the money to fight to go back after them. If you get a if you get a notice from the IRS in the mail that says you've underpaid by $200, are you really going to fight that or are you going to curse a little bit and say whatever and then cut them a check because it's cheaper and easier for you, especially when you're already going paycheck to paycheck. You'll spend more than that fighting it. Now let them do that a million times. That's 200 million that they can go collect from us, whether they're right or they're wrong. But that's what's gonna happen here with that additional money. You just wait. It is a power grab. It is their thumb going down on the lower and middle class to hold us back and hold us in place. That's what's going to happen. So the other thing this was supposed to be was about climate change, right? And this is supposed to do things like lower energy costs and increase energy security and decarbonize the economy, whatever the hell that means. 
focused investments on disadvantaged communities, whatever that means, supporting resilient rural communities, whatever that means. There's a whole lot of whatever that means. And honestly, this is the biggest bullshit section of the whole thing, in my humble opinion. But I did find this one fun part here. Uh, five, 50, excuse me, 50 million will go to prioritizing proposals that utilize diet and feed management to reduce methane emissions from ruminants. Congratulations, AOC. This is your cow farts part of the bill that she's been so interested in. There it is. 50 million to reduce cow farts. Jesus freaking. Okay. So look, I've said it a couple times. I'll say it again. You play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. This is where we are with our government. Everybody was so upset that the orange man had a potty mouth that they had to vote him out. And then orange man was upset about what was going on in Georgia. So we didn't protect those two Senate seats and allowed those to go to the Democrats. And now we're just shoving stuff down the throats of the American people that do nothing to fix the situation that we are in. At some point, dear listeners, we all have to wake up up we all have to start taking responsibility for our citizenship we all have to start paying attention to who we are electing to represent us again i've talked about this in other videos this is not a democracy despite what people say this is a representative republic we elect people to go do the job for us you need to start thinking about who you are electing and honestly, that has to start at the local level because we need to control locally first. And this is where the power needs to return to is locally. I'm in Arizona. My needs and my worries are different than somebody up in Ohio. Okay. And vice versa. So control has to be local more than it is nationalized. But we're electing people who go to Washington and vote for these stupid friggin' things. My One of my senators, Kirsten Cinema, seriously let me down here. Quite honestly, next voting cycle, if she kept acting the way she was acting, despite being a Democrat, I probably would have voted for her because she was making decisions, for the most part, that were principled and had some kind of meaning to them. She sold out on this one. This does nothing to help the people of Arizona, does nothing to help anybody in the United States, quite honestly, but she voted for it anyways. She will not get my vote. I didn't vote for her in the first time, the first time around. She was doing enough stuff that maybe she would have earned it, but that's gone now. But this is what we have to do. We have to start holding these people accountable because they're after your money, they're after your freedom. And the stuff that they're dishing out is a lie. They spent all last week or two lying to us that this thing was going to take care of inflation. They knew it wouldn't. And as such, now that they've cleared the biggest hurdle and it's all formality at this point, they can drop the branding and just say, nope, this is what it really is. And they can start talking about that. Think about that. 
Let me know your thoughts in the comments. Are you okay with something like this going on where they sell it as one thing and then immediately rebrand it once they clear the hurdle? Are you okay with that? Do you take responsibility for putting these people in the position they're in? And furthermore, are you going to do anything to get them out of the positions they're in when the time comes, especially this November? Are you going to fix this problem? If not, we will continue to play the stupid games and win the stupid prizes. Again, let me know your thoughts in the comments. Just please do be respectful. If you haven't already done so, like, subscribe, share this video with your friends. I would appreciate it. Until the next time I see you, thank you for watching.